Welcome to the Panjiva Daily. We bring you data-driven insights into global trade events and a review of our recent research. I'm Chris Rogers, Panjiva's trade analyst, and here's what's on for June the 23rd. The USDA's action against Brazilian beef will help US ranchers sell more in China. Also, we take a look at the trade implications from corporate actions by IKEA in augmented reality and Diageo's tequila bet on George Clooney. Before we get to the tequila, let's start with global trade policy. The USDA has suspended Brazilian beef imports due to recurring safety issues. That follows a broader scandal around Brazilian exports back in March. Yet, US imports of fresh beef from Brazil are minimal at just $16 million, or 1% of the total in the past 12 months. The issue is whether other markets will follow suit. China is the biggest risk, as Brazil's exports have increased. They reached $764 million in the past year, from zero in August of 2015. The move from the USDA comes just as US beef exports to China have restarted under the 100-day Trade Improvement Programme. Also in trade policy, the WTO's Environmental Goods Agreement may be back up for negotiation after a steering committee meeting this week. The deal, which covers energy, water and air pollution initiatives, aims to cut tariffs, but stalled in late 2016. It seems unlikely that the US will join, given President Donald Trump recently withdrew from the Paris Climate Accord. However, China may choose to take a leading role. Aside from geopolitical leadership considerations, it's also faced declining solar power equipment exports. Both fell by nearly 30% in the year to April 30th as a result of tariff actions in the US and the EU. Manufacturers, including Jinko Solar and Trina Solar, who are significant employers, have struggled to find alternative markets. Staying with the global theme, world trade volumes expanded by 3% on a year earlier in April, which was the sixth straight month of growth and yielded the best performance for the month of April on record. The 12-month trailing improvement of just over 3% was the fastest rate of growth since March of 2015 and shows that global trade is still healthy despite worries about protectionism. Emerging Asia led the way with 7% growth and more of the same is likely in May after double-digit percentage increases in Thailand, the Philippines and South Korea were shown in recent government figures. One fly in the ointment is that Chinese managers' outlook for imports has dimmed and are now balanced between growth and contraction. Land-based trade may have slowed. Our analysis shows that air freight grew by 9% and seaborne cargoes by 8% for April. On the topic of sea freight, container handling by the ports of Seattle and Tacoma climbed by just over 10% on a year earlier last month. That included a near 60% jump in empty container movements to reach their highest since at least 2013. We saw a similar pattern in California, and that partly reflects a clear-up after Hanjin shipping's failure. Shipments from China increased by just over 10%, while those going to Seattle jumped by a fifth as it took market share from Tacoma. We may see more of the same if Maersk does actually quit its lease at Tacoma. Looking ahead in Europe, British export optimism hit its highest since 1995 in June, with 13% of managers seeing a better-than-expected order outlook, according to the CBI. That follows a tenth straight growth in shipments, 
and elections that led to a hung parliament. The election outcome reduces certainty on the economic outlook, but could lead to a more moderate Brexit outcome. French managers' expectations, meanwhile, were unchanged and remain near six-year highs. Let's change gears now to some forward-looking analysis of the retail industry. Furniture retailer IKEA will roll out an AR-enhanced retail experience on Apple devices this fall. It may prove to be additive rather than transformative unless its collect-from-store model changes. The US furniture industry is already expanding, with sales rising by 5% on a year earlier in the past quarter. Imports outstripped this, growing by more than 10%, which means the import share of sales grew to around 48%. The growth in imports has been led by Doral, which increased its shipments more than 100% on a year earlier, while Rooms to Go and Bob's increased by just over 10%. IKEA lagged at around 8%, perhaps explaining its desire to build market share through new sales technologies. We've also taken a look at apparel retail today. The US school year ends next week, and the back-to-school shopping season normally starts at least two months before they return in September. That will drive retailers to build inventory in June and July and requiring imports from May onwards. Our data shows that imports of kids' apparel were 10% lower on a year earlier in May. Laptop imports peak later in the year, with a mini-peak in June. Imports of those have been trending down for most of the year so far, and fell 7% in May. While those two data points are negative for practical school spending expectations at first look, the more important data will come in June and July. Finally, let's wrap up with that what trade data can tell us about tequila and actors. Drinks maker Diageo has acquired the Casamigos tequila brand from an investor group including actor George Clooney. It aims to expand its premium offering line with that. Our data shows that US tequila imports climbed by 9% on a year earlier in the past three months, largely at the expense of vodka, which saw a 25% drop. Spirits demand in China increased by more than 10%, with tequila imports rising by nearly a half though it does only account for a 10% market share. Brandy remains the market leader in Chinese imports, with most spirits being imported by duty-free retailers. Not all tequila makers are seeing big successes, though. Exports from Mexico by the owners of the Jose Cuervo brand actually fell by nearly 10% in the past quarter. That may reflect higher inventory levels after a strong performance ahead of its IPO last year. So, that's it. Today's was the last in the series of the Panjiva Daily Podcast. If you want to keep receiving the information that we've covered via email, please drop me a line at chris at panjiva.com. Also, keep an eye out for new product developments via our Twitter handle at Panjiva. Thank you very much for listening and farewell. <laughs>